Ladies and gentlemen, fellow herd thinners, it is your captain here, Monsieur Mangus. Another week of the Stew Crew laying down the facts and opinions you didn't know you needed on everything you've missed in the world of sports and entertainment. Wouldn't be able to do it alone, so let's go ahead and meet the rest of the minds behind the movement. Coming to us live from New York City, still with one of the largest ant collections, ant farm collections I should say, in the Guinness World Record book, Harry Douglas, how we doing? We're doing well. I uh, I'm trying a new setup tonight. Uh, they say in in the workplace it's it's good to switch up your work setting because it makes you more productive. So I'm gonna take that same philosophy to end of regulation tonight, and uh, we'll see how that all goes. No promises though. Productivity is key, but let's see how the sound is. Next, uh, coming to us live from Richmond. Recently invested in some car washes. Tommy Lasagna, how are we doing? Uh, we're good. Business is booming. It's uh, you know this transition of season, so all the cars are getting dirty. Uh, big booming, big booming industry right now is car washes. Tom, well, excited to be here with you, gentlemen. Tom, I don't know how you would fare as a car salesman, buddy, but you know what? Keep it up. Hey, it's it's a car wash. You don't need to sell a car. You uh, know? Yeah. Fair. Just selling suds, baby. Selling suds. Yeah, I'm just selling spit shines. All right, well, let's kick off. I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. You got my vote. Number one man, greatest quarterback of all time, hands down, Tom Brady. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, per usual, we're going to let you guys know uh, what we'll wrap about here tonight. So, uh, some warm-ups to get us here started. Let's get it started. And, ah, uh, we got some banner. We're going to talk wildlife vaccination, SpaceX, Elon Musk is back in the press, and more. We'll talk NFL with you. Uh, week 4 recap, injury alerts, uh, things to be aware of. And then we'll wrap it up with some buzzer beaters. So, tonight, I want to kick it off for warm-ups. Uh, with a new segment I like to call How Stupid Are You? These are questions that I've researched that uh, most should know the answer to, but most get wrong. So uh, we'll start off with uh, something easy. How, uh, what is the average human body, or sorry, how, what is the, a- sorry, Jesus Christ, is it even Let's start that off again. But. It's, it's hard to get the question right when you can't read it. When it's not even written correctly, nonetheless. Dickhead. The human body, it contains how many pints of blood? I think I think I know this one. Is it eight? Harry, you got something before I give an answer? I'm gonna also go with eight considering Tom is a scientist. It's nine. Ah, uh, that's a, see, you can't have an like I feel like they're just measuring wrong. Nine <laughs> is like an odd number. There's no way that should be an that's odd the, number. That is an average human body and how much blood it contains interesting and you said you read that or you know from experience no from experience and i've read it i had to read it before gaining that gardner even went to the length of siphoning all of the blood out of his body (laughs) counting it and then putting it back in i brought it in uh, a bucket to a doctor (laughs) and they requested that i get an emergency immediately um all right, so next up, how many planets are in our solar system? 
This is like a trick question because one of them's like not a, one's like a dwarf no, planet, exclu- excluding Pluto, or maybe Pluto's in on this. But just how many planets are in our solar system? I believe there's um, seven. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine, including Pluto, because we're an inclusive podcast here. Oh, I love that. I love that. But it's eight. God um, damn it. So. Man, you guys were off by one. That's pretty good. When I was looking at these originally, I, I got them all wrong. So, and so, like, I'm not talking about by one or two. I'm talking about like three or four. How many planets did you think there were? Out of curiosity, like thirty-five at least, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I, I, I honestly, I mean, like, look, I'm not ashamed of anything. Let's think about it right now. You've got good old Earth. You got. Can you even name the eight planets? Yeah, Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Earth, Saturn, Neptune, Pluto. That's that's eight. Okay, no, yeah. you, so first Pluto, of all, you didn't say no. Earth. Secondly, you said Neptune twice, so you're and wrong. And you forgot Uranus. Oh, so not, oh, I forgot Uranus. How did I forget the most easy one? You forgot my anus. You're, you're way too stupid. focused on Neptune for whatever reason. Well, look, this is the boss. that's what this, this segment place. is for. How stupid really are we? And I got them all wrong, so I guess I'm pretty we're sure pretty it rains glass on Neptune. <laughs> that's fine. Not even, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the atmosphere is made of silica, which is, by all intents and purposes, what glass is made out of. And because of like the pressure and, and the cold temperature, it literally like storms glass year round on that, Neptune. That well, is ladies some and gentlemen, baller not shit. only did we just learn something, but you certainly just learned something. We're thinning the herd by sending them to Neptune. <laughs> All right, last question here. What are the top two selling spices in the world? Oh, that's an easy one. Grimes, do you know? One's definitely, oh, I'm going to sound stupid here if I'm wrong. I'm gonna say one's Same. Cur- curry. Uh, I'm guessing salt and pepper. Uh, salt's not a spice. How? But, but pepper is one. Is curry the other one? Mustard is the other one. Ah, uh, close enough. I just figured there's so, so many Indian people. They love that shit. Dude, there is also just a lot of curry-based stuff, and God, does it stink. All right, let's move on here. We've got our banner segment. Now that we're all warmed up, uh, got the mouths moving, let's talk entertainment updates. Um, Some people need suggestions. They are spineless jellyfish, and they need somebody to entertain them. So here we are to entertain you with some entertainment. Um First of all, South Park season 23 has kicked off. Uh, crazy to think that those guys have been around for pretty much as long as I've been around, plus some years. But um, but new season kicked off. First uh, episode was good, I thought. You know, you watched same it. old South Park. Yeah, just same old typical shit, sticking to trends. Um, the next up, while we were on the topic of raining glass in space. I went and saw Ad Astra, I believe is how you pronounce it, and uh, starring Brad Pitt. I'm going to go What'd and give think? it a hard 5 out of 10. You can go ahead and skip it. Wait really? till it hits the movies, uh, or sorry, Netflix or, or digital streaming or something of the sort. What, uh, what did you not look about it? Because I'm a, I'm a big time uh, Brad Pitt fan. I will see just about anything he's in. 
Uh, you know, me too. Agreed. Take Trust that for, me, what it, for what it's worth, but what was wrong? Absolutely loved him. And, um, you know, they got uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Can't go wrong. But I just thought overall, um, like the premises that, you know, we're reaching for the stars. Uh, now that all of our resources, you know, have thinned out, we've basically created space camps throughout all the different planets in our solar system that help us get to the different you know destinations and he goes it's seeking, actually genius yeah it's genius but he goes seeking his long lost father who went the furthest into space out of any other space explorationist um and uh he went all the way out to neptune and so he goes out and looks for him but i just it didn't at all capture me i thought there was going to kind of be more excitement and it really kind of hit similar to what gravity was it was just a lot of like floating around and like what the fuck are we doing here what's the plot and yeah brad pitt you know as a as a heterosexual engaged man brad pitt is a hunk of meat and i was like dude what the fuck are you doing up here like you got to do something kick someone's ass or or do something badass um just never really came all right, well, at Astra aside, what else is on the docket for uh, the fall this year? Anything that we should be excited for? Dude, I got to say, there are some really good movies coming out, and I'm going to start with my least uh, kind of favorite all the way to my favorite. So um, kicking off with Woody Harrelson and the little uh, curly-headed fuck from... Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Curly-headed fuck is perfect, though. Don't worry about his real name. <laughs> Good. All right, cool. Uh, so Zombieland is coming out with a second movie called Double Tap, October 18th. Uh, just some good old-fashioned shoot 'em up comedy. Got to go see it. Uh, love the first one. You know, they go ahead and I'm pretty, yeah, they execute Bill Murray in, in one of the scenes, which was fucking hilarious. Um, you know, just a lot of good banner, some weed smoking, and looking for Twinkies. You know, that's kind of the, uh, the that's premise the, of it that's all. That's the gist. I, I saw a preview of it. It kind of freaked me out. It kind of reminded me of the Scream movies, actually. Well, the zombies like, definitely got a little bit more intense. Like, they were, like, that, slow that and dumb, and now they're kind of, like, World War Z-esque. <laughs> another Brad, another Brad Pitt classic. I was going to say another all-time yeah. Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up uh, on that list, for me at least, um, is going to be Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I think, you know... Bale and Damon, you can't go fucking wrong. I think the plot is great. I'm a little worried about, you know, how it turns out. But nonetheless, it's a good story. That comes out November 15th, so make sure you catch that. Um, Then next is The Irishman. That's November 1st. And, you know, that's just probably going to be one of the better movies of the year. And that's that's Scorsese, no? Scorsese, De Niro, Al Pacino, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's just fucking loaded to the brim. That's going to be awesome. It's just going to be a classic, you know? Apparently there's... cinematography looked super grainy, kind of old school feel. Yeah, apparently Um, there's some CGI involved in it that people were a little nervous about that they wouldn't be able to pull it off in terms of instead of getting, like, another actor to play Robert De Niro, like, in in an earlier storyline, they used CGI to make De Niro just like 20 years 20 years younger and then like 10 years older and apparently from what i read on reviews is that they did like a, a unbelievable job 
of, of it not being like a problem or something that's like noticeable when you're watching the movie you know like what i mean when there's bad cgi and yeah. you're just like this looks like shit and it really takes that's you awesome away from the actual movie itself it happened a little bit with um the fast and the furious there at the end 100 they, they, they used some cgi with paul walker and like it looked like a video game it, i like honestly thought i was like playing grand theft auto yeah 100 so glad they did it oh 100 percent all right Love well you, Paul. To, to finalize this little segment here last up um, and obviously, if it's not on your schedule, uh, you should just go ahead and bury yourself now. That is the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I truly believe this could be one of the, the greater films uh, of the century. There's a lot of hype around it, so that's something to be nervous about. Um, he had an interview recently where they were like, aren't you worried that this is going to invoke some kind of shoot mass shooter? And he freaked out and he's like, I didn't fucking think about that. But I think nonetheless, uh, from the previews and the, and the dose, small doses we've gotten, it's going to be fucking phenomenal. So also October let's make 3rd. something very clear. Like that, the, the reporter who asked him about that, I granted, like he's trying to incite some sort of reaction, but that's not Joaquin Phoenix's thing to worry about. He's like going no. out there trying to like put on, as good of a, a, a performance as he possibly can and from all i've heard is that it's unbelievable there was a standing ovation at the Cannes film festival uh it, it won you know best film there it's gotten every single you know high praise from every single news source um i, I truly it, I, if it from what i can tell it will be the best movie of the year um i'm, I'm, I'm in and i'm in and i don't know if he did or did not but he should have just ended the interview right then. And well, he did. He walked away, but then he came back and, and you know, cause he, I guess he felt kind of like a dick. And, and Joaquin Phoenix, first of all, is, is kind of like an introvert. He's not a very outgoing, yeah, you know. That's why he's playing this role. He's right. fucking crazy. Yeah. Does, doesn't he not watch any of his, his movies either? Uh, I don't know. I think I don't, I've, 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 I've think heard that he's never watched like any that. of his movies. That's yeah, crazy. Again, crazy. Um, all right. Well, that's what we got for you. Go and check those out. If not, you know, there's no excuse for why you're bored. Um, all right. Next up, really fucking funny stuff. Well, not so funny as to whom they caught, but uh, the future of law enforcement is here. A Chinese man who was on the run uh, for 17 years escaped prison back in 2002. Um, he was caught by drones. Uh, police drones that were doing surveillance of the surrounding uh, forests that he had, you know, made to be his home. I posted a picture here so you can see it. I mean, if you are trying to be discreet and hidden, um, and he was arrested for trafficking women and children. So if you are that high profile of a criminal and you're trying to lay low, he's got a fucking canopy like you would see in Manhattan. Like sitting out yeah, in front of his kid. Yeah, that's pretty blatant. What is so, this guy thinking? So, um, on the uh, kind of theme of thinning the herd, this guy's done. Um, going to a you Chinese. You would think if he's been on the road for seventeen years, he probably doesn't even know that like drones or smartphones exist. Like, he's got to be doing something like. Well, apparently it's like... there was something that was leaked through. <clears throat> uh, an app called not WhatsApp, but what's up or oh, what's... Uh, it's that super popular messaging platform in China. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know whether That's it came from one, yeah. him, but there was a message that disclosed his location. And I don't know if it was someone close to him or he was on, you know, a piece of technology that sent off a signal, but they knew kind of where to start looking and that's why they got the drones out there don't have to send people in there don't have to be eaten by fucking lions and tigers and bears just send up you know oh my yeah oh my oh my so pretty pretty interesting stuff um on the topic of wildlife and forests uh today scientists have announced that they've created an environmentally safe gel that can be uh sprayed that will help prevent wildfires. So the idea is that it can be applied to roads and utility infrastructures, uh, you know, in the surrounding area, which has been the cause of 84% of the 300,000 fires in California over the last decade. So, first of all, that number itself is fucking horrifying, and uh, pretty cool that they found something that they can now. It's like Space Jam, that like secret gel. They're just gonna spray it all over everything. It's flame, it's flame retardant. It's environmentally safe. And if you step on it, you jump really high. Oh, yeah? That's pretty wild. And, and I will Smokey say... Smokey the Bear's secret juice. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm all about this, though. Uh, as much as, like, we focus on technology advancements and, like, the fucking iPhone and, like, having the ability to take really crystal clear pictures, it's nice to know that people are still working on, like, fixing actual problems with technology science, and science. Uh, Tom, I would hope you'd appreciate that as I mean, well. As a oh, guy, as I a do. guy from California who's had to deal with the wildfires, and as a gentleman in science, I thought this was a pretty cool story. Uh, can you use up. can you use the gel as some sort of a lotion for other, you know, you know, <laughs> so that you don't start fires on your crotch? <laughs> yes, you know, never mind. Well, well, what's the next topic again? Yeah. Uh, next up, what do we got here? Oh, uh, we've got Elon Musk back in the news. He hey, unveiled he unveiled Starship, uh, SpaceX's new baby. It is a uh, shiny, glimmering bullet that is meant for carrying humans. And uh, this is kind of the next step to add Astra. You know. So, like, what is what is the difference here? between a human carrying rocket and a space shuttle well I, that's what i was kind of trying to figure out um and that's why i wanted to do the entertainment piece because while i didn't like the movie there was some really crazy fucking concepts uh from you know a scientific standpoint and engineering standpoint developing these different uh you know developing these different civilizations so to say on these planets all of which had different environments and all the people on them were all sorts of different and fucked up because of you know different gravities in the air and the dust and all that but um i don't really know i think it probably what we what i saw in the movie is they were literally paying for like space blankets and like gravity heavy blankets and they're like oh it's 125 dollars and brad pitt's like swipe the amex um so I think it's basically the equivalent of Air Emirates, but it can go to space. Oh, nice. Well, I'm looking forward to trying one someday. Um, yeah, I think you can probably reserve a ticket for a cool half a million dollars at this point. Are people still mad at Elon Musk? I feel like some like everybody got really pissed at him 
I don't, couple different I don't know, man. Instances. I think everyone got pissed at him and then they forgot about him. I'm still a skeptic. As soon as he like puts he gets that like I'm Mars, the smartest world, I'm the smartest man in the world. Pass right? Yeah, probably. I would think so. Maybe maybe you have that pass, Mister PhD. Right. Not yet. All right. Well, um, let's wrap things up here with banner. Let's move into what you all are here to hear. And that is NFL Week 4 recap, review, hot takes, and more. Um, So, contrary to prior belief, all in all, Week 4 was not bad for football. Uh, I think we were a little bit uh, skeptic going into it. But I think there were some games that turned out to be a hell of a lot closer. Unfortunately, we had to end the uh, lineup with a riveting matchup between two 0-3 teams here tonight with the Steelers and the Bengals. But there's still plenty actually of- while while we're on the topic here, um, Harrison and I are both on the Steelers tonight, and we all three of us have John Ross um, in our fantasy lineups. And if Andy Dalton doesn't start throwing to John Ross, I'm going to fly to Cincinnati tomorrow and kill him. Dude, why does why doesn't regime. he why doesn't he throw to him? Like the guy was on fire the first three weeks, and now he just doesn't. He just he gets like two targets a game. I don't think he's been targeted I, yet. I we're halfway. We're halfway through the second half and or second quarter i mean it's just hard to watch well fuck them there's plenty uh there's plenty to still talk about after the conclusion of all the matchups on sunday um so let's go ahead and just dive into that i think one of the main topics to kick off which we can then go ahead and pivot and, and talk about the rest of the teams that are included in this list but there are now three teams only three teams that remain undefeated going into week five that is the Patriots, the Chiefs, and the fucking 49ers. Jimmy G and the 49ers. So I, I don't <laughs> So so I think the best way to kick it off is let's let's talk Pats first. We'll talk about the W's that they've gotten this season, uh, and then talk about just their performance this past weekend. So so far they've they've rolled through the Steelers, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills. Not too crazy of uh, schedule. Um, but was interested with the results here this weekend, and I'll turn it over to you, to Tom, to talk about the close 16-10 to 10 victory against Buffalo. It, it was an interesting game. Uh, I think Buffalo actually – Buffalo is a very legitimate defense. Don't, um, you know, take the, the Bills Mafia show, um, you know, by the wayside. That is a legitimate defense, unfortunately – I think Josh Allen is an idiot, putting it lightly, and he's just not going to get it done at an NFL level. Uh, but the Patriots, yeah, I mean, we did struggle this week, um, especially in the second half. We really didn't move the ball, but we didn't need to. And it was it was weird because Brady just kept like throwing away pass after pass and actually ended up catching a couple intentional grounding calls for it. But it was almost as if he was like, yeah, I'm just going to get – like we don't have to score because I know – that you know the <laughs> Matt Barkley is not going to move the ball on my defense, and I think the biggest takeaway from this game is how real the Patriots' defense is at, at all three levels. Um, three interceptions. Uh, Devin McCourty, I think, leads the NFL with five interceptions through three game for, through four games. Absolutely absurd. Um, and you know we have Stephon Gilmore. Our linebacking core is probably as healthy as it's been in the last five years and our defensive line Kyle Van Noy is just a guy that can just find the fucking quarterback 
Um, one thing I did want to bring up in this game, did you guys see the hit on um, on Josh Allen that knocked him out of the game? I did, yes. A lot of people are calling it a dirty hit. I think it's just a football play. And the fact that he hit a quarterback made it a dirty hit. Well, the, it was the fact that he hit a quarterback, but, I mean, in fairness, and I think what a lot of people were referring to is that if you're going to run like that, if you're going to become a runner, you're you're just as susceptible to a big hit as anyone else exactly. on the field, which I completely agree with. Exactly. What I do not agree with and what I think the pro- where the problem lies is that he lowered his helmet, and it was kind of like Josh Allen also initiated the contact as well. Um, but in any case, dude, the, the defensive back or the defensive player is always, always, always going to be the one to blame in that situation. But yeah, I think he, sure. he could have hit him with more of like a form tackle rather than like the shoulder slash head um, is, into Josh. Fair, fair enough. But, is there an update on that? I know that I know that he was getting a head injury evaluated, but was there any I think he's in concussion. I think he's in the concussion protocol. Yeah, I heard his IQ yeah. actually went up 15 points. That is he's that <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, but enough rat, yes. enough ration on the guy. Um, you know, well played game by the Bills, but New England's a real deal, baby. We're here to stay. Yeah, four zero, pressing onward. I will, um, for, for the record, I will be in attendance this week as New England lays waste to the Washington Redskins. Uh, look for me. I'm gonna be the drunk idiot in the stands. That's fighting fans. <laughs> no, 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 no need for that. Who are you going I mean, with, Tom? Dude, who are you going with? Uh, it's the the lady's twenty sixth birthday, so going with her and her parents. Nothing like for the girlfriend's birthday going to a football oh, game. Oh, gotta be! I know, right? What a fucking behavior, awesome man. gift. That's that's a keeper. Yeah, right, dude. We're getting wasted, tailgating at like nine yeah. a.m. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the next team on that undefeated list, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they have taken down the Jags, the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Lions this season. Um, as we had mentioned in our last episode, Patrick Mahomes, and in a post uh, on Instagram, we had shown has not played an indoor NFL game in his career. Uh, hasn't since college, actually. Um, what did he slang? Seven touchdowns, something like that? Yeah, I think like six or seven, something like that. Some stupid number. So he uh, he was able to get it done this weekend. Um, slung the rock for a 34-30 to victory against the Lions. Uh, again, close game, snuck by a lot closer than I anticipated. Again, you're obviously in Detroit. The Lions are hot, uh, so to speak. Um, the Lions, the Lions are just a tough team. Like when it comes yeah. down to it, like Matt Stafford's going to keep you in the game. They've got weapons pretty much all over the place: wide receivers, tight end, running back, um, and their Detroit's defense. A hell of an environment to play in. Yeah, and their defense is no slouch either. And so I was, I was, a lot of people were looking for Kansas City to really dominate with no Darius Slay in the lineup. Um, people thought that Mahomes was going to just, you know, throw all over him. But Detroit's, yeah, Detroit's, Detroit's a tough team. Yeah, Tom, good job. Um, are, we, are we labeling the Lions good? Are they getting the good snap? They're, they're, they're a, a competitive team. Nothing more than that. I, I do like the Lions this year, but they still they sit 2-1-1 one one behind the Bears and uh, the Packers are both three and one, obviously. Well, that's the problem with that division. Is that that division is tight. And I'm, what's up with this? What's up with the Vikings? Did you guys see the shit today about Kirk Cousins? Just like, apparently in the post game conference, Thielen just went off, 
and wasn't like pointing the finger, but was like oh, totally he, pointing the finger. Dude, let's call it what it is. He was pointing the finger directly, unless he's pointing it at the offensive coordinator, which I didn't think that was the case. He's pointing that right at Kirky Cousins because oh, the sure. guy can't seem to complete a pass over ten yards, or doesn't seem to attempt a pass. Dollar man, dude, get it together. Dude, yeah, well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, what do they do with the guy who's guaranteed thirty million dollars? who cannot win football games, even with all of the talent that they have around him. Do you, you send him to Oakland and hope he breaks down mentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you and I both know that won't happen. I mean, realistically, like, what do you do? If, I mean, if, you're, if your you're Mike Zimmer, Bradford. they should sign Colin Kaepernick. Jesus. Uh, maybe. I'm not going to say no to that because I we mean, are an accepting podcast. All I'm but say I is, sure as hell wouldn't. Thielen fucked me this weekend. Uh, lost fantasy because of him against Harrison. So thank you, Gardner. Your your issues go way deeper than Adam Thielen. Bruh, my my issues do not go any deeper than that. You need to start. You need to start going to church, my man. That's what you need. Son, I got too many demons to be in a church. Someone sprinkled me with holy water the other day and it burned. <laughs> So uh, just just to tie off that Minnesota note, I think it's important to note that this is another reason that you should pay backup quarterbacks because the Vikings let Teddy B walk, and this year he has led them to two wins without Drew Brees and kept the Saints in every single game and, uh, like I said, have won games. Well, I couldn't even I couldn't tell you who the quarterback or the backup quarterback in Minnesota is to save my life. Can anybody? Anybody? Harrison? No. Going no. on. Not a chance. Doesn't Tom, matter. you see if what you just... Got, if you got $80 million invested into Kirk, you probably don't even have a backup. You're like, oh, fuck, this is our only We've option. We've spent our entire salary cap <laughs> on Kirk motherfucking cousins. Uh, hey, did you see what just happened in the Pittsburgh game? Let's go, I baby. I did. Let's go. Good teams cover. win, great teams cover. We all know That's that. That's right. That is right. Those are words to live by, people. Let's... Um, uh, Let's move on before we digress anymore and talk about uh, these undefeated 49ers. Um, th- first of all, they're, also, I'm just going to put this pretty plainly. They are frauds. Frauds. So they've taken down the Bucks, the Bengals, and the Steelers. They've took- got Browns in week five. The Bra- Mon- the Monday Browns, night. Monday night. The, Monday Brown- night dude, the Browns are going to shit on them. And then they've got the Rams. You know, uh, I, I will say the the Niners opened up as three and a half point favorites at home next Monday night. Dude, dude, bet bet the farm, Juicy. baby. I, I dude, I took Cleveland. I took Cleveland plus seven last week against the Ravens. I was like, they've got to be able to figure it out at some point. They're they're way too talented of a team, and look what they did. And the fact that they're underdogs again, Monday Night Football. Everyone knows OBJ lives for prime time. Oh yeah, and Baker has just fully taken on the underdog role, Mister. I can't play well unless people are screaming in my face and insulting me on live television. So that's, maybe that's what we should do. We should just be so blatant and disrespectful to Baker Mayfield, and then that bet he the goes Browns. off, and then bet every single weekend. Tom, just rip him on Twitter. We're taking end of regulation into a different path, starting tonight. It's yeah, a bit of a dark. It's a bit of a side, dark like, path. Hey but... man. Hey man, sorry. We don't actually mean any of this, but it's gonna come off pretty harsh. Yeah, but then a, that, that uh, takes a, that takes away from it, though. We need to have them believe that we're actually uh, just true. shitting on them at all, you know, all the time. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, there's our first pick of the night. We got more coming, but Browns plus three and a half Monday night. Just put it in now before the line changes to the other side. Should should we just put in a fucking like five team end of reg parlay? There's a good parlay this weekend. I feel it. All right, we'll do it. Let's do that. Well, we'll keep you guys posted. Um, so as Harrison said, absolute joke of a team, not a joke, but fraud, uh, fraudulent. Um, you know, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket regime are dreadful, as we've just discussed. Uh, the 49ers press on. I think that this road ends, as Harrison said, on Monday night against the Browns. Um, but as the uh, great Richard Sherman said, we can only play the teams on our schedule. So with the controversy that comes with their, their light schedule or powder puff schedule, um, you know, they've got some competition coming up, and there is uh, where they'll be tested. So um, you guys want to talk about the only good game of the weekend? Are you talking about Tampa L.A.? Yeah, I thought every game this weekend was so boring, um, both just to watch. All my fantasy scores were boring, except for the Tampa Bay and Rams game. And frankly, I'm I'm pretty happy to see Jameis Winston be the Jameis Winston everybody has been expecting to see and wanting to see since he was drafted. Uh, more More importantly, I just like seeing the Rams lose. Can't get enough of that shit. Yeah, I mean, I, think. I was, I mean, that was, it was certainly the most surprising game of the, of the week. I still don't believe that the Buccaneers are necessarily a good team. They were, they went down as uh, nine and a half point underdogs when the game closed. It's pretty big. That's pretty big. Um, but we'll see. I'm, we'll see. They, uh, where do they go to next? Anyone know? Uh, the Rams, the Rams are Thursday night uh, hosting Seattle. No, no, no. Where, no, where do, where does San Francisco, uh, Tampa Bay go next? Oh, they play the Saints uh, at Ooh. in New Orleans, which is Ooh. going to be a really interesting game. Because um, the Saints, which is a private team that's worth talking about as well, winning with their backup quarterback, highest paid backup quarterback in the National Football League, he looks good. He's 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 game managing. I mean, he only looks so good. He wears gloves and long sleeve t shirt or short. Dude. The, the, the double gloves is like the anti-poon of being anti-swag, a quarterback. Anti-swag, but he got it done, and it kind of proved not necessarily that they don't need uh, Drew Brees, but that they can get it done without him, which is interesting. And like you said, we've seen some st- uh, backup quarterbacks step up. Uh, you know, Danny Dimes and some of these other Kyle, guys. Kyle, Kyle Allen, yeah. Yeah. It's like a bit uh, of a revolution. Think- you know who didn't step up as a backup quarterback, though? Dwayne Haskins. See you later, buddy. Later, three interce- three interceptions. You know what though? In fairness, they set up Haskins to to fail, putting him in yeah, like, mid second quarter. That? You can't do that to a young kid who has no experience in in a live NFL oh, game. His confidence is down the flusher now. Yeah. So well, if he if he ends up busting, it's all on Jay Gruden. He he got up on the podium and he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm smiling. You're gonna see me smiling up here. We got more football next week." It's like Dwayne Haskins, like. I, I'm glad that you're, you know, growing into an NFL player and accepting and learning how to talk to the NFL media. But let's call a spade with a spade here. You threw three interceptions, and the best defense in the National Football League 
is coming to town next week to take your cookies. He's not going to start next week. Let's make that very clear. You don't think so? No. No way. Dude. They're not They're not going to put him in a game like that where he throws three interceptions and then put him in the next week against the number one defense in the NFL. That is a confidence killer. Yeah, no. I'm just excited. I'd like to see him play live. I would. Uh, I think that'd be cool, I, too. I think with a, a full week of prep, I think he could, you know, there's no way he's going to throw three or four more interceptions. Well, with Devin McCourty back there looking like Torrey Hunter. <laughs> he's going to have one of the worst quarterback ratings. Maybe worse than Nathan Peterman's of all time. Imagine if he turned out to be like that. That would be, that would be horrendous. I'd feel so terrible for the guy. Skins football. The yeah. Bucks are advancing to two. They just advanced to two and two, right? Uh, yes, two and two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, after... After giving up 18 points uh, in week three, or an 18-point lead, I should say, against the Giants, um, it's no surprise that they put up 55 on the Rams. I think they uh, needed that as a confidence booster. I just I just came up with this, but can we now refer to Jameis Winston as the hood Teddy Bridgewater? <laughs> I think it fits. Or crab yeah. legs. Yeah, we'll try with the hood Teddy B. Yeah, I'm sure we get a lot of love for that. No one would mind. Dude, that Teddy B speech was just the most brutal showing of leadership ever. I mean, like, okay, great, found, felt, and so sweet. But, like, dude, you're a fucking football player, a quarterback, trying to lead a team. And he was like, hey, guys, uh, really love being out there with you. It was, <laughs> it was, a, bl- it was, it was a blast. <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, on, everyone dude. else is doing, like, the bicycle dance around the locker room. Yeah. He is. I, I, liked, I like Teddy Bridgewater, but he is kind of soft. Such a dud. Yeah, an unsalted pretzel, you know? Yeah. yeah. He um, went to Cranbrook. That's a to, private school. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we, uh, we mentioned it briefly before, stepping up and doing his job, but Danny Dimes is back at it again. Uh, went for 23 and 31. 225 yards, one touchdown with one interception. Brought the Giants to a uh, 24-3 victory over the Skins. Regardless of them being dog shit, uh, a win is a win. And uh, the Giants are marching onwards towards the Super Bowl. So there's <laughs> Something that. Something like that. Yeah. Hey, man, game by game, win by win. Danny Don- he looks. he just gives the Giants offense a different – a different X factor of his ability to like actually escape the pocket. You know, the, the giants offensive line is a lot better than it's been in the past few years. And I'm going to give, you know, them a bit, a bit, a bit of the burden of like why we sucked and why Eli couldn't really do much. But I mean, in fairness, you need to be able, especially in this day and age, you need a quarterback who can at least extend plays with his feet. You know, you look at the Russell Wilson's of the world. Pat Mahomes is great at it as well. Um, and you need that, so it's working out. Versatility. Two wins in a row, you know. I love yeah, I it. mean, look, so that's a good kind of topic of discussion here for you both to to kind of, you know, dissect. Um, you know, he's proven that he can play ball two wins in a row. Uh, you know, we're – And no Saquon Barkley, just saying. Yeah, and, and no Saquon. You know, we're 500, which is – unexpected i i didn't really see that i thought we would be 0-4 at this point um 
but I want to hear from you guys and what your thoughts are about him stepping into, you know, Gillette Stadium week six. Um, you know, that's granted he can take down the two and two Vikings who've got wins over Atlanta and Oakland uh, next week. But, um, you know, want to hear what your thoughts are with him stepping into some serious pressure. Yeah, I'm, I'm for one, I'm very concerned about this game against Minnesota next week. Very different tests than the Washington Redskins uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at that. So I'm 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 very very concerned. I, I think the Vikings will be, will be able to figure out their offense. Uh, the Giants are going to be pretty easy to game plan against because the secondary really isn't that strong, and I expect Thielen and Diggs to to eat pretty much all game. Um, I I don't I, I'm I'm just holding reservation. Maybe this is because like the past few years as a Giants fan has been so just freaking difficult to gut watch wrenching. gut wrenching whatever you want to call it i just think that the vikings and, and you know and the vikings have a great defense and 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 the patriots are the patriots so i'm gonna i'm gonna say that the next two games are gonna be l's and and that's where i'm gonna leave it but like that's that's the best part of this whole new daniel jones experiment is that there really is no expectation like a loss is it's like it's okay we're missing one of the best players in the league we have a rookie QB our defense has more holes than a block of Swiss cheese it's okay because we're we're the Giants and it's like every every win whether it's a you know a missed field goal in Tampa Bay or a beatdown of the JV Redskins it's still a win and it's something that can be celebrated I and think even- this is just like a, it's a good turning point season for the Giants this year yeah and even yeah, and even a loss, it, it's just you know, you take it on the chin and and you go, you know, it's a learning experience, and uh, we're gonna oh. keep getting better. So believe me, Brady's gonna put it right on your chin in a couple of weeks. I cannot wait for that game. Really, really I shocked. Mean, I, really shocked to hear that you think that, Tom. Yeah, really surprising, Tom. Thanks for enlightening us, um, I, Harrison. I'm trying to find the text message that I sent you. What did I send as a prediction in terms of the Giants n- this season? You said nine and seven. Yeah, nine and seven is not bad. It's not bad. It also can Giants. it also can potentially get in the in the wild card. I mean, if you look at their I schedule, mean, like you said, you write these two next games off as a loss, uh, worst case. Then you've got the Cardinals, the Lions, Cowboys, Jets, Bears. Obviously, not an easy schedule, but I don't know, man. You know, we'll see. That's why I like, you play the game. Tom, yeah. Tom, Tom put it perfectly. There's no expectation. If they go eight and eight, that's fine. I would love for them to get a, a high pick and go get uh, Alabama freak show wide receiver Jerry Judy, because um, I think that would be a huge help in this offense. But there's there's holes still across the board. So no expectation. If they go eight and eight, that's fine. The last two Super Bowls they won, they finished the season eight and eight. So just saying. Go. Not bad. Not bad. Well, um, those are kind of the highlights that we took away from week four. Excited for week five. We've got um, some quick injury and suspension updates, alerts, things you should be aware of as a fan, as a fantasy uh, owner. And um, so we'll kick it off here to start with, as you probably saw on our Instagram, um, Raiders LB Vontez Burfett. Perfect. Perfect. Pronounced asshole. Asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, he was uh, recently in a situation where there was a helmet-to-helmet hit on Colts tight, uh, tight end Jack Doyle. Uh, it was reviewed. He was ejected from the game, but then uh, later words was suspended for the entirety of the 2019 season. Um, some people are up in arms about it, uh, but want to hear from you guys whether you think it's justified. Um, I know Tom, having just said he was an asshole, probably thinks it's justified, but want to hear. Yeah, in the words of uh, one Jack Vigilis, he's a scumbag. Absolute scumbag. That was a, a good Long Island uh, Italian accent. Yeah, probably. it was a great attempt at an impersonation. <laughs> trying my best. I want to say that it's not entirely justified. Just saying, dirty hit, the guy's a repeat offender, blah, blah, blah. But you're suspending a guy for 12 games. I think I mean, how many times I, was he the Josh slap on the wrist? was the Josh Allen hit helmet to helmet? Uh, sort of. Yeah, but uh, so so for context, Josh Allen was running, and you know he's fucking like seven five, so he's got to lower his shoulders down, lower his head down, and as a result, like a bang bang play, he got hit in the helmet. Okay. What was the suspension on that? Did there not... was no suspension. Okay. Just All a flag. Right. Where right. it should have been a flag for the penalty, whatever. The perfect hit, Jack Doyle was like on one knee, like clearly down, defenseless receiver, and all Burfecht had to do is touch him. And he he went like face mask to, you know, crown of his helmet and just laid him out. He crushed and and it it was not only went helmet to helmet but then hit his helmet into the other defender's helmet. I I couldn't see who uh who else was on that play, but it was literally just the helmet sandwich, like a uh, bowl in a like a bowl in a china shop. Yeah, like and that's kind of what he is, and it's what he's always been. Can. I just think that he could have gotten. I mean, I guess I guess they're from their perspective. First of all, here's a couple stats. The guy's been uh, suspended, I believe, it is 19 times. He's been fined over four hundred. Outrageous number. He's been outrageous. Fined, he's been fined over four hundred thousand uh, dollars, not including the fine that's going to come from this hit, which will probably be in the $100,000 range. Um, but he's a bull in a china shop. He's an incredibly... At the end of the day, he's he's a very, very talented linebacker. Um, he just kind of can't get out of his own way of making stupid plays. He would have fit in perfectly in the 1980s. Yeah. Him but, and uh, him and Antonio Brown should just fucking get together and chill this year. Work out, <laughs> work out buddies. Work, work, yeah. work on their, uh, their English speaking skills. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't necessarily agree that 12 games uh, is justified. I think it was a dirty hit. Uh, you watch it. We posted it. You know, it's gut-wrenching. But, Jack. I mean, I think Jack Doyle's response says it all, you know. Like, it was a dirty hit, but I don't think 12 games was justified. I mean, he shook it off, and he's like, I, I didn't even feel anything, so that's good. I don't know if that's good. Yeah, yeah I, all right, <laughs> tough guy. I, I, I think you probably should get that looked at most you know normal yeah, human you might beings. have uh, lost feeling in your fucking yeah he's like nerves. oh i didn't feel anything it's like yeah because you've lost your central nervous system but um yeah so so look out for that uh being you know just a continuous unlucky chain for the raiders um next up is bradley chubb uh torn acl out for the season 
that's obviously huge uh, and Bye. detrimental to the Broncos. Um, you know, they've kind of been struggling this season, and so I think this is kind of the nail in the coffin, so to say. What's been detrimental to the Broncos was signing Joe Flacco and thinking well, that was going to fix that's, everything. That's kind of what I was alluding to without, you know, Joe listens, so I don't want him to feel bad. Strike three for Johnny Elway. Yeah. Um, and then last up, I don't know, uh, TBD, and you guys might have more information on this, but I know that Jarvis Landry um, was taken off, uh, not carted off, but he left with concussion. Um, not sure if he's in concussion protocol and said to miss any time, but know that that's something that was flagged. Uh, yeah, TBD. TBD. All righty. Um, all right. Well, let's put a little money in these people's pockets. Uh, I'll kick it over to you guys to talk to us about some week five picks. All right. So just to clear these out of the way, because me and Tom have two locks of the week. Uh, I believe that we at least. Unless I'm I'm sold on the Browns going into San Francisco as underdogs at plus three and a half. I'm going to take that one. Also, New England Patriots minus 15. Or, Tom, like you were saying before, taking New England whatever the first half spread is, which I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but take New England first half and full game. They're minus 15. Doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. The Reds can stink. There you have it. Jay Gruden's going to get fired after this week, going 0-5. And, oh, uh, and then I also have uh, Ravens minus four. That game is in Pittsburgh. It's a 1 o'clock game, but I expect the Ravens to be able to bounce back um, after a pretty bad loss to the Cleveland Browns. That was at home. And uh, and then I've got one more. It is – let me see who I'm – okay. Oh, yes. Los Angeles Chargers, minus 6.5 with the return of Melvin Gordon at home versus the Denver Broncos, who we just alluded to. Stinks. Nails in the coffin. See you later, Joe Flacco. Have a good you know, have a good life. Do whatever you do. Yeah, I do, I do love that pick. But it's uh, fine because they're just going to rely on Austin Eckler. Melvin's just going to ride bench, and Fancy's going to be again. okay. Yeah. Oh, God, things are getting really bad. Um, all right, Tom, what do we got? All right, so for my first pick, I'm taking it to Thursday night. Uh, I know I said it earlier, I hate the Rams, but I love the Rams this Thursday. Uh, short week, shake off that. That's, that's a flip-flop. Terrible performance. Um, defensively, they got the Seahawks, who really haven't been scoring a lot of points. And I think the Rams are more than capable of having a revenge game. They're plus one and a half right now. Uh, I will be taking the Rams this Thursday night, and you should too. Uh, as I said earlier, and as Harrison alluded to, uh, we are all over New England. I'm going to take them first half. Uh, I'm seeing the line at 15. That's probably safe. It's probably going to go up. But I, I, I'm just a little scared of some crazy like backdoor cover, similar to what happened with the Jets. Uh, I'll be taking 15. The first half is a good line, too. Um, I'm also jumping out on a little bit of a limb here. My third pick, I will be taking the Oakland Raiders plus four in London. The Raiders will be hosting the Bears. And to be honest with you, the Bears have gotten away with stinky, stinky offense. Um, and they just lost Mitch Trubisky for the better half of this season and are going to be relying on uh, Chase Daniel to move the ball. 
given you know flying across the Atlantic and having to play in London, something fishy is up about the Bears' defense this year or this <laughs> this week. Nothing this year, but I just feel like this is a major slip-up game for the Bears uh, against a Raiders team who's coming off a big 31-24 win at Indy. Um, I I just like Oakland this week. And then I have one more. Where'd it go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Uh, oh, yeah. The Browns. Like we said earlier, ride the Browns this uh, Monday night, plus three and a half. That line will probably move down to three come game time, um, depending on Jarvis Landry especially. I'm going to lock him in now and get that hook um, just to be safe. Uh, do as you please. Harry? You've already put all yours on the table, correct? All mine are good. I got Browns, uh, Browns, Ravens, New England, Los Angeles, Chargers. Go get them early. Get the lines before they start shifting. We'll post them. We'll get it locked, cocked, ready to rock. Game time, baby. All right. I'm fucking tired. Let's close things out here. Harrison, what do you got for us? Uh, I got some pretty. This is a, a interesting news that just came out just before we uh, kick things off here. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know who I'm talking about, making his return to WWE SmackDown, October fourth. Stop it! Stop it. Oh, it's big. It's big news, man. Can you smell what the Rock I saw, I is saw. cooking? <laughs> How does he have time for this shit? Dude, I don't know, but the they're filming like forty movies right now. I'm truly convinced that we, uh, as a society, have already um, figured out how to clone people because there's no fucking way that this guy is putting out seventy five movies a year. <laughs> He's got advertised campaigns up the wazoo for waters, alcohols. He's got like a portable gym that goes with him. He wakes up at like four. There's only so many fucking hours and days in the year. Yeah, I just don't understand how he functions at such a high capacity, 365 days a year. It's cocaine. Gotta be. Steroids. Steroids. Steroids and Legit. cocaine, like probably, a mixture. Probably both. Um, all right, well, Tommy Lasagna, what do you got for us? I have a little fantasy insider scoop for the listeners, if you're still riding with me. Uh, a couple big-time suspensions are up this week. One being Golden Tate wide receiver for the New York football Giants. Uh, he's available in, or he's, I should say, he's only rostered in 51.7% of all leagues on ESPN. So if he's available in yours, i go out and snag him, another weapon for Daniel Jones to develop. And secondly, Benjamin Watson is coming off suspension and coming back to the New England Patriots. And if you know anything about Tom Brady this year, or this, you know, in general, you know that Tom Brady loves his tight ends. He loves throwing to him in the red zone. You'd also know that Ben Watson is an ex-Patriot, has a rap sheet with Brady, and we are in desperate need of a pass-catching tight end. So if you want a, a you know, waiver wire steal this week, grab Ben Watson and grab him now. Gardner, if you're looking, I took him last week. I'm already aware. Thanks, nice man. try. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking I... sharp. I was on top of it. Ah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Hope you guys enjoy and hope you benefit from that. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, well, listen, my last piece here before I close us out, 
uh, is something that came to my attention, and I googled it, so it could still be bullshit. But I saw an Instagram the other day regarding uh, what newspaper stands for. Didn't realize that it was an acronym, but it stands for Northeast, West, South, Past and Present Event Reports. Um, so Say that again. North, East, West, South, Past and Present Event Reports. Well, I'm kind of mind fucked right now. That mind makes, that mind fucked, dude. Forever. It's definitely some like somebody on like Etsy or something got stupid high and was like, "Oh, this fits." <laughs> I so I I thought so too, and and then I started like googling and I was like, "All right, I got to figure this shit out." And it could be complete bullshit. Um, we'll see now. I'm seeing something, but this is from Africa Check. Sorting fact from fiction. I don't. It doesn't know. really seem like a reliable source. Yeah, I don't just know. Saying, but nonetheless, I'm, we I'm should keep it that way because it's fucking mind-boggling, and I love it. So, um, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. That's all we got. So, thank you all for joining us here tonight. We appreciate your time. Love being here and sharing how love we're changing all. and disrupting the movement here. You know, thinning the herd one episode at a time. Make sure to check us out on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Additionally. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify so that you can stay up to date with our weekly episodes. Uh, if not, we'll miss you and you'll upset us. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, to play us out here tonight on September 29th, so we're a day late here, uh, but thought it was fitting, 1998, Jay-Z released his third album, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Take the baseline so out. here it is, Hard Knock Life. Uh-huh. Please. From standing on the corners popping to driving some of the hottest cars New York has ever seen, for dropping some of the hottest verses rappers ever heard. From the dope spot with the smoke block clinging the murder scene. You know me well from nightmares of a lonely cell. My only hell, but since when y'all niggas know me to fail? Nah, we all my niggas with the rubber grips or shots. And if you with me, mama, rubbing your th and whatnot. I'm from the school of the hard knocks. We must not let outsiders violate our blocks. And my plot, let's stick up the world and split it 50 50. Uh huh, let's take the dough and stay real jiggy. Uh-huh, let's sip the Chris and get pissy pissy Flow infinitely like the memory of my nigga Biggie Baby, you know it's hell when I come through The life and times of Sean Carter in volume two Down in the 10 by 4 controlling our house. We live in hard knocks. We don't take over, we ball blocks. Burn them down and you can have it back, daddy. I'd rather that. I float for chicks wishing. They ain't have to strip to pay tuition. I see your vision, mama. I put my money on the long shots. All my ballers that's born the clock. No one will be on top whether I perform or not. I went from lukewarm to hot. 
Sleeping on futons and cots, the king size Green machines, the green vibes, the scene pies Let the thing between my eyes and the lies, life's ills Then I put it down tight, real I'm tight grill with the phony Rappers, y'all might feel we homies I'm like still, y'all don't know me I'm tight real, when my situation ain't improving I'm trying to murder everything moving Feel me? Gotta eat, stay on my toes Got a lot of beef, so logically I pray on my foes Hustling still inside of me And as far as progress, you be hard-pressed Been finding other rapper hot as me I gave you prophecy on my first joint And y'all all lamed out Didn't really appreciate it Till the second one came out So I stretched the game out Extra name out, put Jigger on top And drop albums non-stop for y'all, nigga